0: This is Random Randy Savage from Code Forty Five Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 407 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
0: Hi. And the experts, Mr. Mark- Markella's Reagan. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
1: You. We're listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got some news to discuss, including the first trailer for Mission, colon, Impossible, hyphen, Dead Reckoning, comma, Chapter One. And then it's time for our review of the newest movie on Disney+, Plus, Rescue Rangers. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Marcellus Regans, how are you?
0: I am pretty tired, pretty tired. This was the first time that I almost didn't watch the movie uh, before this week's episode. So it came out on a Friday, uh, and, I was, and the weather was like super hot, so every time I started to watch this movie, I just fell asleep. So I barely made it through this morning watching it, so now I'm ready. But man, this is the first time in years that I've cut it this close. Wow. Okay. Uh,
1: I managed to watch three movies this weekend, but I did not get the fourth one. And I was trying to hit four this weekend and only got three. Aubrey Litchfield, queen of all nerds. How are you?
2: I am living the dream. I I think I was the first one to actually watch Rescue Rangers. It's rare. I know. And then I watched our Patreon show or Patreon movie tonight, today. And uh, I have a third movie that I'm supposed to be watching uh, for. I don't remember who sent it to us, but I'm supposed to be watching another movie and recording a video on it. And I will do that.
1: Really? Okay. Oh, we were getting worried there.
2: I know. I I don't know what my deadline was on that.
1: Uh, As soon as possible.
2: I will get to that.
1: (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Great. Well. Uh, you know, I am in the same boat as you guys. I'm exhausted. It was a long weekend. I'll be honest with you. We did our live stream for The Cure appearance this past weekend. Huge shout out to you guys and Adam for showing up, hanging out, and huge shout out to everyone that watched and donated money while we were there. We raised over $800 during our hour on the air, which is stunning to me. I was very nervous we are going to raise any money, and... For the weekend overall, they broke their record. They broke the twenty grand, and they ended up at twenty three thousand dollars to fight cancer. So that was awesome. I would do it ten out of ten times, a hundred times. I drink a hundred bottles of Mountain Dew, Flaming Hot, uh, if it got money for charity like that. So no problem whatsoever. Well, huge shout out to Nick and all those guys for putting it on. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, it was a blast, and uh, yeah, we we raised raised some money. It was good. It was yeah, good times. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Shout out to everyone that like watched the show and uh, donated money to to help us, uh, you know, contribute to this battle against cancer. That was very nice of uh, some of our listeners.
1: Yeah, huge huge ups to S Dog, uh, Marcos, a couple other people. Marcos from Japan, a friend of mine from Japan. Uh, watching at like, it like I must have been like three in the morning over there just to try to make me drink terrible stuff so greatly appreciated he you guys the best. yeah that was great I will say it did take a lot out of me though um we were on at one o'clock and the whole day beforehand I was just like I don't know, I don't want to say nervous because I don't get nervous about speaking. It wasn't the speaking part that gets me. Some people get nervous about talking in front of people. I don't get nervous about that part. But for me, it was like, are we going to do this? Is there not going to be any tech issues? Are we going to be entertaining? Are we not going to embarrass ourselves? Are we going to have anybody donate anything? It's all the like imposter syndrome stuff that starts popping up. And I have to keep going in front of the mirror and being like Marky Mark and Boogie Knights and be like, I am a star. I am a superstar. <laughs>
2: I don't like looking at my face.
1: Think how we feel. <laughs> uh, mostly, though, it doesn't involve taking my penis out, so um, that part's okay. But, but you know, that's just how I have to like psych myself up to do it. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's just men- a mental thing. But uh, I'm glad we did it. It was awesome. The, the big concern right now, guys, is what the hell are we gonna do next year? <laughs> I have no idea. Have to
2: look up other games. I think people really enjoyed watching you drink gross things.
1: Yeah, I I I did notice that. I, I'm thinking maybe next year I'll have to eat some like ghost pepper, like chicken wings God. or something, like really hot and like or nasty because I think people seem to like to enjoy inflicting pain upon me. So uh, it's worth it. It's worth. It. I'm sure someone right now is saving up to make me take a uh, flaming hot Mountain Dew enema. But if it's for ki- for charity, I'll do it i'll do it maybe not on camera but i'll do it maybe i could just be on the ground and you can see my legs in the air and me crying and screaming
2: it'll be like that episode of my strange addiction where they do like coffee enemas
1: oh jesus yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it's horrifying but anyway enough about enemas <laughs> we just wanted to thank everybody for showing up checking it out and uh donating for those of you who could um and huge shout out to nick and everybody that worked over at Livestream for the Cure, and uh, we'll be back next year, God willing. Um... If you are able to, you can jump over to their Twitch and still watch a replay of us on there as well as a bunch of other cool people. So uh, you can check out Wayne's magic trick. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne from the Countdown's magic trick. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but it was something. It it was something. So awesome. Enough about us. Let us talk about us. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more. So is your podcast.
0: Alright, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts stickers, coffee mugs all located in our tea Public store You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Now, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found, and that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey.
1: Sonic's arms are not freaking blue. All right. Well, uh, we've got news to discuss. Some things definitely dropped while we were a little busy streaming live for The Cure. So let us drop the drop and let us talk all about the news.
0: Yo, pluck it up. It's time for the news. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, we got a teaser for a TV show that we had mentioned before. Uh, They announced it a few years ago on Disney+. Plus. They were going to be making a TV show about She-Hulk. That would be the Hulk's cousin. Uh, Tatiana Mislani from Orphan Black was cast. And we finally got some footage of She-Hulk in action, like the actual character itself. So uh, yeah, what do you guys think of this She-Hulk teaser? Let's start with Aubrey.
2: It looks okay. Um, it's I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a big like Hulk person. I've never thought he was a great character. I never really bought into his story or anything like that. Uh, I still have yet to see a good Hulk movie. Or even like a movie that he's in that I've liked him. Even in Thor, I mean, he was okay. He wasn't fantastic. Like he had a couple of funny scenes, but that was it. But I, I don't know. I just I see it and I still get that same uh, feeling about it. it. It's not my favorite.
0: All right. All right. Did you ever read any of the She-Hulk books at all?
2: No. No, not really. I don't have too much exposure with She-Hulk, really, because I think it's just been a lifelong distaste for it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. All right. All right, Joey, what about you? What did you think of the teaser? Oh,
1: man. Well, I mean, just to circle back to the character, I am a huge fan of She-Hulk. Right when I started reading comics, maybe not right, but around when I started going from Little kid who bought comics just randomly whenever he could to actually following and collecting storylines um, was when She-Hulk showed up in the Fantastic Four to replace the thing. Um, and she's just, just a great character. And then John Byrne had an amazing run with her that kind of has defined her. She would break the fourth wall like Dead, Deadpool does nowadays. Um, she fought all sorts of ridiculous, terrible Z-level villains. Um, and it was just a hilarious, fun book. And it, it's a really cool spin because the Hulk himself has always been angry and fights and um, big widescreen action, whereas She Hulk was always more comedy and fun and absolutely ridiculous stuff. Um, Dan Slott did a great run, which this is kind of based on, where she's a lawyer and just hijinks and sue with all sorts of wacky. Law cases, lawsuits from across the Marvel Universe she had to work on. So I'm, I was hoping that kind of pulls from this. As for the trailer itself, I got to tell you, I was not that impressed. <laughs> the CG looks like absolute shit. Um, it looks bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It just looks like duty. Maybe it's like it works like the Hulk is like moving around and fighting a lot. So you're not paying attention too much to them. Or, you know, obviously they don't have an in-game level budget, so you know, Smart Hulk hanging around might look a little better, but man, it looked like shit. It's really disappointing how bad that looked. Um, I just really wasn't expecting the CG to look so bad. Um, Hopefully the rest of the show can carry it, but I got a weird vibe from the trailer. It didn't seem as wacky and fun as I thought it would be in that direction where the books were, it seemed more like a girls get it done kind of thing, which is kind of I guess, I guess that's cool, but, you know, I don't know, between the shite CG and the weird vibe of the trailer, this went from, like, probably, like, my number one or two most anticipated MCU thing of the year to, like, I don't know, maybe I'll I'll be as excited about it as, as I am for other things when it rolls around, but, you know, I almost feel now about it the same way I feel about Miss Marvel, and that's not even having anything to do with the Miss Marvel trailers, because I think those trailers look great. Yeah. That's just more that I don't have any buy into the character. So with Ms. Marvel, it's that I don't really have that pull to the character. It's like honestly the first we've talked about this before, the first real MCU thing where it's not a nostalgia type character for a lot of readers. It's it's a newer character. So I don't have that built in love of the character. and and that's why I'm not super excited for it, even though the trailer looked cool. This I I have that built into the character, but the trailer looks like shit. So I don't really know how I feel about it. I'm really hoping I'll feel cool about it afterwards. You
0: know? Yeah, I'm gonna disagree a little bit about the CGI. I will admit it; it isn't as good as the typical Marvel movies CGI, but it's not that bad. Especially because they have Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. sharing scenes with her. And you look at him, and he looks he looks fine. You know what I mean? So you you compare it to, and she doesn't look that bad. But yeah, it it isn't as strong. As you're used to with the Marvel movies, and it might have might have something to do with the budget, it might have something to do with the character design. Um, the show doesn't come out for a few months, so they can always sonic it and redo it. But uh, <laughs> put a pen in that one for later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the teaser was nice. I I am not familiar with She-Hulk. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat with Aubrey. I wasn't a big Hulk fan, except for the uh, the old TV show from the 70s mm-hmm. that I loved as a kid. But the Hulk as a character, I just could not really wrap my brain around. Um, so the She-Hulk was just even to a lesser extent. But, you know, uh, Tatiana is a really good actress. Uh, it's got, uh, as I mentioned, Mark Ruffalo's in it. Uh, Tim Roth is in it as uh, Abomination. So, you know, it, it, it does look like it could be fun. I don't know how cool it would be. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, after the Moon Knight experience... My expectations are slightly lower uh, after that, but I don't know. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. We have until well, August until it drops.
1: Yeah. I'm just hoping it can be the first MCU show since WandaVision to have a first episode where I'm like, I can't wait for next week. As opposed to, I can't wait to finish watching this. Cause I have to.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like I said, it will be dropping in the summer. It'll be dropping on August 17th uh, on Disney plus. And uh, speaking of lawyers on Disney Plus, uh, it looks like Daredevil is actually coming back. Uh, it was a rumor before. Uh, we did get a little taste of Matt Murdock in his appearance in the last Spider-Man movie, but n- nothing is official yet. But Variety is reporting that um, Matt Corman and Chris Ord are hired to write, and I think executive produce a new Daredevil series for Disney Plus. Obviously, this won't be as hardcore as the Netflix show. But uh, Daredevil back in the MCU uh, in the full like red outfit or black outfit I think is pretty dope. So uh, yeah, Joy, what do you how do you feel about Daredevil coming back, but on Disney Plus this time?
1: It's fine. I mean, they brought the regular Daredevil show to Disney Plus, so I don't see a problem with them keeping the same tone and everything. Right? Am I am I crazy here? Like-
0: yeah, they. I don't know. I I think the. Just because they brought the original one back, it's for mature mm-hmm. audiences. I think they probably want to do one that's more for Quadrant, for everyone else. As long as the quality there, that's all that matters. And I keep
1: saying that about the MCU stuff over and over and over again. But that really is what matters, is if the quality is there, then people are going to show up. Uh, we all love Daredevil from the TV show. Uh, my big question is, Karen Page coming back?
0: <laughs> you better believe it. I mean, nothing's She's official
1: better, yet. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Star is- of... Uh, escape room
0: <laughs> she, she didn't make it to escape room too so her calendar is clear
1: yeah she's not very busy right now. but i'm all in I'm, i i loved the the show I, I was not a big fan of defenders i thought that was a gigantic misfire but uh the actual daredevil show has been great so more of that please more of
0: that all right aubrey what about you how do you feel about matt murdoch coming back to the tv screen
2: i don't mind matt murdoch um I really – I didn't like Defenders either. I really hated Iron Fist. I feel like he clogged up that entire thing. Um, So any – Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Matt Murdock, those three can come back. Iron Fist, no.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. I will say out of all of the Marvel TV shows, including the newer ones, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, the Daredevil show, all three seasons of the Daredevil show is the best one, I think, uh, out of all of them. I think Daredevil season three was like A plus. So it's so good. Uh, so, wow. yeah, I, I am psyched to, to see it come back, um, even in a more uh, a more family friendly version. I think the character is cool. I think, um, you know, it doesn't have to be dark and gritty. Uh, I think it'd be I think it'd be cool. And I'm glad that Charlie Cox is getting a, a second bite at the apple. So yeah, I'm psyched for it. Nothing is official yet, but that's the uh that's the ongoing story. All right, and then last, I don't know why why we're talking about this, but there was a new Mission Impossible trailer that dropped. Uh Mission Impossible Colon Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh Aubrey, how do you feel about the new Mission Impossible movie?
1: Fuck
2: the new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> I don't give a shit about it.
0: Perfect, Joey.
1: Oh boy. Um So I'm not a big fan of Mission Impossible. I think we've established that well on the show, and I'm not a big fan of Tom Cruise. I think we've established that well on the show. What I am a fan of is any movie that has Vanessa Kirby, Rebecca Ferguson, and Haley Atwell in it at the same time. (laughs) I will be in the theater alone, my friends. I will probably not
0: be in the theater alone. When does this even come out, Mark? It comes out July of 2023. 2023? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was coming out this year. Uh, no, next summer.
1: All right. Well, you never know. Maybe it will make it onto the schedule. <laughs> uh, it. You know, it, I mean, it, it's just such a weird thing. Like, I should like these movies. Like, I should. Like, I love action movies. I like big, crazy action movies. I just, I don't know what it is. And it's not just Tom Cruise. I just don't like him. I think I saw the first one. And I just had no feeling towards it. And then I saw the second one. The second one sucked so bad that it just completely turned me off to these movies.
0: right. And I made you guys watch the third one and you hated that one, too. So I don't even know why you wanted this in the news cycle this week. Uh, Mostly so that we could say Mission
1: Colon Impossible Hyphen (laughs) Dead Reckoning Comma Chapter One.
0: Uh, Well, I am a big Mission Impossible fan. I love them all, even part two. So, uh, yeah, I will be there with bells on july of 2023 i think the trailer looks looks, amazing this
1: looks good to you mark this is what you wanted to see from mission impossible
0: yeah yeah bring it back characters from the first one um a train big another big train sequence uh crazy stunts as you mentioned vanessa kirby hayley atwell and rebecca ferguson all kicking ass in it so yeah i'm I'm totally down for this
1: do people really care about people from the first
0: movie like that was 1996. yeah they do (laughs) It's all it's all connected, baby. Once once the MCU like became a thing, everybody wants it all to be connected and they are starting to connect these movies. So it's awesome. So this is your end game is what you're telling us. Uh, No, this is my uh, Infinity War. The next one is going to be end game. The next one is (laughs) right. Mission colon
1: impossible (laughs) hyphen dead reckoning comma chapter two.
0: Right. (laughs) The
1: final chapter. The audio files version (laughs) 2.0.
0: All right. So that's it for the news.
1: All right. Well, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And now we're going to come back and talk all about Rescue Rangers. This summer, Plastic City Comic Con is back and better than ever. Meet some of your favorite comic artists, writers, and crafters. And visit over 150 vendors of comics, toys, cards, anime, and video games from all over New England and beyond. Saturday, July 16th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., at the Wallace Civic Center in Fitchburg, Mass. Admission is only $10, and as always, kids 12 and under are free. Visit us at plasticcitycomiccon.com for more information, and we'll see you at Plastic City. And we are back. All right, guys. Disney Plus Rescue Rangers, a Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers reboot comedy movie. Uh, What a weird thing for us to be reviewing, but it's there. There's a hole in the schedule. Uh, It's getting a lot of buzz online. Everybody's checking it out. So we had to jump in feet first. But before we get started, just to let you know. We'll talk a little bit beforehand, all about our feelings and impressions, non-spoiler. Then Marcellus will drop the drop delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, you can bounce, but you'll at least know what we thought. Before we get into that, Aubrey, were you a big fan of Ch- Ch- Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers?
2: Um, it came out around when I was born.
1: <laughs> yeah, <was> a <laughs> when it came out oh, jesus
2: so i mean i i remember watching it every now and then but um i can't say that i was like a huge i can't say that i remember being a huge fan i should say
1: okay Marcellus reagan's I think I know the answer, but were you a big Chippendale Rescue Rangers fan?
0: Uh, no, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I was way too old when uh, the Disney Afternoon started.
1: Mm-hmm. So I have a confession to make. I was never a big Disney Afternoon fan. Um, I do have to say the NES game, the Nintendo game uh, for Rescue Rangers, was awesome. And I did play that, it's really good uh, by Capcom but I was never a fan of the shows. Uh, to me the Disney Afternoon was always a harbinger of the end of 30 minute action figure commercials. <laughs> right. As cartoons. So high and it's it's not the cartoons fall but it's like higher quality shows like DuckTales and Rescue Rangers and Tailspin showing up meant there was no more Mask, there's no more transor Z No more uh, visionaries, like all these – Starcom, all these – Jason the Wheeled Warriors, all these awesome, (laughs) terribly bad 80s toy commercial cartoons were all a thing of the past. So to me, I've always held that grudge against Disney Afternoon that it was the harbinger of the end of cartoons that I liked as a kid. Maybe also the fact that I was like 14 at the time, but who knows. So now that we've kind of established that we don't have any nostalgic pull very much to this – Franchise, Aubrey Litchfield. What did you think of Rescue Rangers?
2: Um, it was a little confusing, but I did enjoy the pop culture references.
1: Okay,
0: Mark Ellis, right? Yeah, I would say in a world of Disney Plus films where they're doing like you know Home Alone rebooted and uh live action Lady and a Tramp, uh, this one is actually a really good movie. I can I can definitely say that. I think it. It has a target that it's aiming for as far as being a family movie, a kids movie. And I think it hits it at it hits it right in the bullseye while still being entertaining for adults.
1: All right. Um, You know, I got to tell you guys, my expectations for this were zero. I did not have any expectations for this. I'm not joking when I tell you it literally filled a hole in the schedule.
0: (laughs) Every time you said we're doing uh, Chip and Dale, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. We're not doing that. So I got to tell you, I was
1: pleasantly surprised to tell you. I thought this movie was fucking hilarious. Wow. (laughs) I had a really good time watching this movie. I thought it was really funny. Uh, I got a lot of the references, obviously, but the story itself was fun enough where it wasn't just reference fest. Like there were a lot of references and they went by fast, a lot of them. But there were also and we're not going to get into it in spoilers. But there were a lot of funny jokes that came along throughout the show and some of them recurring at Oh, did I just call a movie a show <laughs> way to go, Wayne? I said, watch, listen to the countdown way too much. Oh my God. Um, it was really funny and it was a lot of fun and, and the references were great and they'd never overwhelmed the actual storyline, which was fun as well. And there are some of the, some of the stuff in here, I was dying. I was absolutely rolling laughing at it. So I had a good time with it, man. I, I I can't say to not watch it because it it was free on Disney plus. Obviously you pay for Disney plus, but it's right there. If you're laying on your couch on Sunday afternoon and you're bored and you're like, what am I going to do? Am I going to watch whatever shitty movies on TNT for the 500th time with commercials? Or could I just click two things on the remote and watch rescue Rangers? I think you probably want to check out rescue Rangers. So that's like, three kind of thumbs up for you for this one which is kind of shocking so maybe you should check it out if you haven't the rest of you stick around we're going to spoil rescue rangers while we talk about it a little bit more Uh, i've got some spoilers one clear spoiler
0: (laughs) Here's a spoiler you will die alone
1: (laughs) all right so uh let's get into it things we liked marcellus reagan's Things that you liked about this movie.
0: You know, I was not prepared for the pop culture references that was in this movie. When I saw Paula Abdul dancing with MC Skat Cat, <laughs> I, I fell out of my chair. Like, come on. And it's a, and it's such a like hidden, not, not a hidden joke, but it's such a subtle joke. They don't put a spotlight on it at all. It's just one of those things that if you know, you know. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. Uh Mainly all of the pop culture references, the Batman versus ET, and uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name, Paul Rudd as Aunt Man, I thought was hilarious. Fast and Furious Babies <laughs> or something, <laughs> right? <laughs> one happy <laughs> uh, So yeah, so yeah, I, I enjoyed all of the references. Uh, I like the characters. Um, one of the things that this movie made me do is actually want to watch like a Rescue Rangers TV show. You know what I mean? Because it, it it seems like I. Even though I haven't seen an episode, I'm like, if the movie is makes me laugh and if there's some kind of rescue that happens in the movie, that's all I want. So the fact that they're, you know, it's kind of like a mystery, kind of like a, a um, like an adventure movie, I, I really dug that. So I thought the story was good. Uh, I'm a big fan. Well, not a big fan, but I've become, I'm becoming a big fan of Andy Samberg and uh, the Lonely Island Boys. I think um, their music videos are funny and he was really good in Palm Springs. So yeah, I thought he was really good as uh, Dale and um the guy that did uh Chip's voice also did Spider-Ham from Into the Spider-Verse so it took me a while to like get adjusted to that but uh, i thought their chemistry was really good uh, i thought JK Simmons was amazing as always uh so yeah yeah good performances good story amazing pop culture references uh even down to like the the um the in-credit uh, scene i thought was funny too <laughs> so uh yeah i enjoyed it. i thought i thought all of those things were really good Aubrey Litchfield
2: Um, I enjoyed Ugly Sonic. I thought that that was absolutely hysterical. I was so glad that they actually brought Ugly Sonic and used him. I like how they had, like, 2D chip, but then they had 3D Dale. And, like, went on this whole thing about how he had CG surgery and um, was upgraded. And I thought that that was really funny. I like how they kind of showed what they were doing after rescue rangers and how it was just like quickly canceled. And then they just like go on with their lives and chip is selling insurance and stuff. So that, that was really funny. I really liked the bootleg idea. Um, Cause that was absolutely hysterical. Cause the bootleg movies of that type of stuff is they're deplorable. I mean, they're just, they're so horrendously bad. And so I really liked how they kind of poked fun at those. Sweet Pete was hysterical. I liked that. I I totally expected it to be Pete, like the big fat cat, but then it was Peter Pan. And he's just like this hairy old dude with a beer belly and it's fucking hysterical. Um, so, yeah, I I did enjoy the humor pieces of it in the pop culture references.
1: Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the jokes that landed were so funny to me and they were just it was stuff like that worked on different levels like it was stuff that was funny to us that might also be amusing to kids watching it but like like the thing with ugly sonic was hilarious just because it was ugly sonic but it was also funny because it totally reminded me mark of like Going to Comic-Con in the sad, like, (laughs) walk-down, washout lane. Right. Where, like, I remember we've gone, like, super mega-fast back in the day and be like, just don't make eye contact. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. So you don't want to have to talk to, like, Ugly Sonic or something. (laughs) 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 Like, they really captured that really well. I thought that was hilarious. The bootleg movie stuff had me fucking dying. I can't remember what the name of the Little Mermaid one was. It was, like, Fish Girl. It was like the the small fish girl or yeah. something. Like that. I I was not expect. I didn't know anything about the movie outside of the trailer. So like that whole aspect of the story, I had no idea was in there. And when it came up, it was I was fucking dying. <laughs> but I saw just the different bootleg movies they had. I forgot what the Beauty and the Beast one was, but that was fucking hilarious too. It was just it was funny. I was I, and I agree, Aubrey. I was not expecting uh, Peter Pan to be. <laughs> Yep. Sweet Pete, that was great. The the joke that had me fucking dying was uh, Uncanny Valley Land, where <laughs> the bad CG people live. It was like, like I think that was Seth Rogen as the uh, like troll or something, or right. now, a Dwarf. <laughs> like,
2: All I could think of wh- when uh, they talked about the two thousands animation where it's like halfway between realistic and not, and they're like looking straight ahead was. All of those shitty Christmas movies that we have watched, we have city <laughs> street kids, like all of those.
1: I gonna be, be, I almost shit myself laughing when they were talking to him at the, at the, at, right when he first came out and they're like, oh no, he's got polar express eyes. Right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is a cheap <laughs> shot. Yeah. <laughs> i I wasn't expecting some of these shots they took in there it was funny dude this was a funny movie the whole rap song where they're rapping about whales and how they don't eat whales yep this is stupid but it was hilarious i was really surprised at how funny this fucking movie was i had a really good time watching this fucking movie (laughs) this was really surprising to me i mean my expectations were none like it it was just really funny. I couldn't believe it. I have such a weird sense of humor. I don't like anything that's funny. Anyway. Uh what about <laughs> things he didn't like, Markelis Ragas? There had to be
0: things he didn't like. Not really. Uh they kind of you know, they kind of presented what type of movie they wanted to make and they, they pretty much nailed it. There was uh I forgot her name. Well, the actress's name is Kiki Lane. She plays like the mm-hmm. detective that's like helping him out. Um, you might remember her from uh The Old Guard or um, Yeah, uh, she was in something else recently, too. Uh, oh, Coming to America. Yeah, she was in that, too. Uh, I thought she was really good, but there was a couple of scenes where she has to talk to them. And you can kind of tell that she's talking to a tennis ball. I mean. But you know. was that done on purpose? I don't know. It, it could be. It could be because she <laughs> is like a Broadway trained actress. I mean, she's really good. But there's there's a couple of moments where I'm like, you know, she's really for like 90 percent Five percent of the movie, totally fine. And there's a couple of scenes where I'm like, it really feels like she's not really communicating with anything there. Like, See,
1: I was, I was in the same boat as you, Mark. But then, like, when I think about it, I'm like, this movie is so fucking meta that, like, I wonder <laughs> if they're not doing that on fucking purpose. You know what I mean? To like, kind of like dig at mo- some movies that have done that or bad CG in movies and stuff. Like,
0: I, I don't know. You know, I, you you might I, I be know. right, dude. You you actually might be right about that. Cause it was so obvious <laughs> so <laughs> like, like what was happening. That's why I'm, I'm like unsure. You know? Yeah. Cause there wasn't really a lot of human characters in the movie. Right. She mm-hmm. was like the main one, I would think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe my negative is actually a positive, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I didn't have any, any issues with the movie at all. All right. Uh, Aubrey Litchfield. How about you?
2: Um, I felt like it kind of was a little confusing to follow. Um, it just was all over the place
1: a little bit, <laughs> yeah,
2: it was. And, and so like that kind of muddled a lot of what I think it was going for. So it w- it was almost a little frustrating watching it because you couldn't <laughs> quite follow it all because uh, it was very sporadic. Uh, but it, honestly, that that's really my biggest gripe. I didn't have much of an expectation going into it, mm-hmm. so I wasn't disappointed with it.
0: I just I have to disagree with you. I mean, this story is so like laid out as a kids movie. Like it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, a kid totally would can follow this without catching I mean, all of the pop cultures. Oh, really? You liked
2: Noah's, it? He thought it was fantastic. Nice. But I was like, what? The, where? What are we doing now? Like,
1: <laughs> maybe that's a you problem. Maybe that's not a Rescue Rangers problem. It
2: might be. Yeah. It might be. I may have needed to take some Adderall. <laughs>
1: Well, um one thing that bothered me about this movie was the horror of realizing that zipper had impregnated G- gadget about 500 times with strange hybrid fly mouse children.
2: Actually, that bothered Noah
1: too. <laughs> that was pretty horrifying, <laughs> I got to tell you. How. He
2: he wanted to know how um a fly could have the sex <laughs> with a rat. <laughs>
1: It's best, <laughs> it, it's best just to not think about it, and also to not Google it.
2: Then, oh, that's God. what we told him. We said just don't think about it. It's a cartoon, but right? exactly. he he was. We had to stop the movie and have a conversation about it. He, <laughs> he was Jesus. very thrown off by it.
1: <laughs> Other than that, there really is not much to dislike here. I thought this was a perfect. Disney plus st- slash streaming movie. Like, yeah. I don't know how I would feel about this if I had to get up, leave the house, and go to the movie theaters. I probably would still like it, but maybe not as much. I don't know if you guys agree with that statement or not, but it felt like a perfect, like, streaming movie.
0: Yeah, considering it's not a
1: perfect movie.
2: Yeah, it was a good streaming movie. I would have been mad if I went and saw it in the theaters.
0: Yeah, like I was saying, consider any other movies that they've produced directly for Disney plus. This one definitely fits the mold that you would want. I think um, Mm -hmm. as far as like original content for that channel. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. I, I, I had a good time watching it. There's not really not much to complain about here. Uh, I agree with Mark about the, uh, girl, her acting being off, but like I said, I'm not sure if that was on purpose or not. So I can't really complain about it. I felt a little long at parts. I think you probably could have cut like 15 minutes out of this. It, it dragged a tiny bit, but not a ton. Other than that, I don't really have many complaints at all. I just had a good time watching it. But like I said, if if this was something I paid money to see or I had to set aside like four hours to leave the house, uh, I might be I have a slightly different opinion of it. Yeah, it's not like uh, you know, like you go to see like Men or something, and you know you had to pay money to see that. Um, hmm. (laughs) Not to give away that one, but uh, (laughs) so yeah, I mean that is it. For Rescue Rangers, we've got to score it, though. We have to give it a score. Zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you have for Rescue Rangers?
2: I'm going to give it a three. It wasn't horrible. I really enjoyed the pop culture references, but it wasn't like the best kids movie I've watched this year. Okay. Uh,
1: Marcellus Reagan.
0: You know, I'm going to say this is like a really good successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, I think it Mm -hmm. works really well as a – Live action slash cartoon slash uh, pop culture reference extravaganza. And because it's it's inoffensive and it's simple to follow, I'm actually going to give it a four. I think it was really good.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'm going to fall right in between you guys with a solid three and a half. Uh, Really surprised at how much I like this movie. Um, I can't say much more about it other than watch it. it. You know, I enjoyed it. It was funny. And you probably already have Disney Plus, so just throw it on. Watch it. Check it out. Three and a half out of five for me. A very solid three and a half out of five. I would put this on the level of Studio 666 for me so far this year, where two movies didn't have a lot of expectation going in, and I ended up enjoying them quite a bit. So um, right around that level for me. Completely different movies, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) But,
0: Mark, do you want to see a sequel? No. Uh, Again, just like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, one is enough? It's totally fine. Even with Darkwing Duck coming in, oh, I don't know. You throw Darkwing Duck in there—that's like a—that's uh, tempting because that could that could that could equal some cool stuff. I don't know. I think this is kind of lightning in a bottle. I don't know if they could mm-hmm. replicate it again.
1: You want a sequel, Aubrey?
2: Uh, no, probably not. I don't think that. I agree. I think that one is enough, and once you get past that, you're really risking it. <laughs> you're risking. Losing all of that humor and comedy that you built up.
1: Yeah, no, I'll agree with you guys. Like, uh, as much as I would like to see something further from this team and I had a good time watching it. I don't know if a sequel would hold up, um, if it was just going to be more of the same for two hours. So, uh, if they have some crazy idea where they want to come back and do something else, I would be down for checking it out. But uh, I just, I don't think I want to see more of the same for a second movie. I'm sure we'll get it whether we like it or not. So, um, that's it. That's our review of Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Hit us up on social media and let us know what you thought. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up, and we are going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got?
2: Uh, I recommend everybody let me know where I can find NeverEnding Story 3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that on Fire Stick?
2: I didn't, I didn't even look, honestly. I was trying to find it streaming somewhere, but it's not available streaming anywhere. You can't even buy it on Prime. I need this to happen. I want to watch it. Somebody send me Never Ending Story 3.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, strange request, but hopefully someone out there can help you out. Marcellus Reagans, how about you?
0: Uh, Memorial Day weekend is coming up, so I would suggest checking out either Stranger Things Season 4 or Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because both of those are going to be dropping uh, this weekend coming up. Awesome. Well, uh, both things we'll be covering
1: on the show. Uh, Stranger Things, not for a couple weeks. We'll give you guys a couple weeks to watch it and, uh, you know, try to stay spoiler free for a little while. And then you don't have to worry about crushing it in in into three days, even though I'm sure everyone will do that anyway. Um, I know we will be. So, Stranger Things in two weeks. But In the meantime, I will suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com, where you'll find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Links to all our video, YouTube, Patreon content, and the podcast every week at sowizardpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We are there. Don't forget the aforementioned YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash sowizardpodcast. There is hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, Adam dropping reviews, interviews, all sorts of crazy stuff there nonstop. I've been doing some comic reviews on there as well. I've also been dropping shorts. Um, for some of the movies we get screeners for that we're not going to do on the main show, and I've just been banging them out for you, so you can check those out as well. Tons of content on the YouTube channel. For mentioned Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash sowizardpodcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. This month it is the only place to hear our review of this true superior 80s fighter jet movie, Iron Eagle, and more. So check that out if you want to support the show, a little bit of scratch out of your pocket to us and get some more stuff for your eyes and ears. Now, that I've said that, I will suggest maybe you go check out Top Gun 2 Maverick in theaters because, my friends, that is what we will be reviewing next week without Aubrey. Aubrey, we'll let you off the hook for uh Tom, uh, Tom Cruise movie. <laughs>
2: nice. Thank you.
1: We will have a special guest joining us to uh, review the movie instead of Aubrey because you know what Aubrey's review would have been. It would have just been like, <laughs> you're out of five, I hate Tom Cruise. So.
2: Yep, yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. There's a given. So we'll
1: see. We'll see. We'll see if my love of the glorification of the American military can overcome my hatred of Tom Cruise. So who knows? But join us next week for that one. That's going to do it for episode number 407 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds,
0: Aubrey Litchfield. Chappie!
1: <laughs> and the expert, <laughs> Mr. Marquis Marcellus Rake.
0: Everybody, have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever. See you guys next week. Good journey.